Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Everts, and I'm the founder and president of Excellius Leadership Development. Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. I hope you'll listen to our past podcast conversations, and if you'd like to hear past episodes, go to BeBraveAtWork.com, subscribe to our podcasts, and learn some valuable lessons about bravery at work. My new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, is now available in paperback, on Kindle, and in audio at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and any online book retailer you prefer. Check out Drive Your Career today. Our podcast today is sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies. Based in Woburn, Massachusetts, Cabot Risk Strategies has created innovative and customized insurance strategies for individuals and families, businesses, nonprofits, commercial real estate, and public entities. Cabot's client base continues to expand both within the region and within the markets they serve. And if you are looking for customized insurance services and solutions, contact Cabot at 800-222-5963 or visit them for more information at cabotrisk.com. A trained listener, counselor, teacher, speaker, and leader of large organizations, Amy Jo Mathias has managed teams, built roadmaps, facilitated groups, navigated boards, set vision, and led thousands of people to bring them into form. Amy Jo is a wise strategic seer and thought partner. Through her decades of experience as an executive leader turned executive coach in the tech startup industry, she has built a toolbox of tools that are instantly usable in any work environment or situation. If you are an individual contributor, mid-level manager, senior vice president, or C-suite executive, Amy Joe gives you the tools at work because they are not like any you have ever used before. Amy Jo is the chief executive officer of Pavo Navigation Coaching, which works to transform individuals, workplaces, and the world. Welcome, Amy Jo. Hi, it's good to be here. Well, we are so excited to have you on our podcast. And I did a light introduction of you and would ask maybe that you share a little bit more about your background and what you do today to connect to the marketplace. Yeah, so um, it's always interesting to hear your bio or or some kind of bio read about you, you know, Um, but I I, am I appreciate hearing it because it does remind you of all the experience that you, that we all get in every single situation that we're in. Um, And so I have had, like many of us, various leadership experiences um, throughout my career. I have been an executive in the international development uh, world and I was um, I was an ordained pastor for 15 years and um, led uh, very large congregations, um, which uh, is indeed, you know, a, a business. Um, and um, I then went back into um, executive leadership in the international development uh, world and nonprofits, led nonprofits. I've also been um, and still am an academic and a scholar. And so I was a professor for 10 years at a university um, teaching ethics and um, critical thinking. And um, all of those experiences, right, all of the um 
the wisdom I have learned from being in every single one of those work environments has informed this toolbox that you mentioned in that entry um, intro, this toolbox of tools that I have created that are not like any other out there because all of the tools and templates and trainings that we have um, in my perception and experience are mostly repurposed um, things that we've used over and over again to try to solve the same problems, <laughs> um, which of course is the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, which is, which is what we've done. Um, and so one of the reasons why I was attracted to come on to your podcast is because um, being brave and speaking clearly and honestly about what our experiences are at work is not something that we typically practice in those repurposed tools, templates, and trainings. And so, and I think that it is critical for us to learn how do we do that? How do we find our authentic, honest, clear voice and use it in service to our own increase and also the increase and expansion of our team and others around us. And that's what well, I'm all about, like problem navigation. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, it sounds as though the tools that you've created are a reflection of what you've been experiencing as you've navigated through the world in a variety of different ways and roles. And I'd love to talk about really when you think about ethics and critical thinking, how bravery and even being braver at work might connect. But before we go there, I think our listeners would love to know how or what the name Pavo as part of your company means. Where did that name come from? Yeah, thank you. Pavo is Latin for peacock, and peacocks are extraordinary animals, not just because they're so beautiful, but also because they cannot be poisoned. So if they ingest anything toxic into their systems, their, <clears throat> their digestive system is actually equipped to transmute that toxicity so that when it comes out the other end, <laughs> it's um, fertilizer. It's healthy fertilizer that you can, um, you know, cultivate into the earth and, and create, which is what creates, you know, really healthy soil. And so um, that is what we do um, as Pavo Navigation coaches and facilitators. We equip our clients with tools that transmute immediately the toxic work environments that they are experiencing um, into healthy, healthier um, uh, environments where people are able to express their honest selves and also listen and ask questions and say, I don't know, or um, ask for help or, um, uh, you know, be honest about not being clear about something like the um, tools that we give to people really are actionable. They're accessible. They're easy. That's one of our that's one of our foundational guides is like the tools that we use to help us um, better manage our time, 
create priorities, um, scope projects, uh, build roadmaps, create presentations, write charters for our, our team. Like these tools, they, they don't need to be um, hard, you know, or, or overly eloquent or overly, you know, um, they, they, not every one of them needs to be done on software, right? Like, <laughs> um, and so um, because they're easy and they're immediately actionable, people see the impact of it right away. And they also feel supported because these are tools that you don't just use one time. You can use them over and over and over again in all and every situation that you encounter at work. Well, it sounds a lot like the work that you're doing mirrors uh, psychological safety, which is a construct that allows people to express their honest self without feeling judged or belittled. It allows them to ask for help. Even the most senior leaders of organizations need to ask for help. You know, we operate in this construct that leads us to believe that the more senior you are, the more you know. And in reality, that may not be the case. And you might have to ask for help now and again and express yourself if you're not clear to say, hey, I know we've I've heard this now three times, but it's still not clear to me or I'm not clear what our next steps are. You know, can I ask that we can do it one more time? And again, I can do that without feeling judged. Uh, is that a lot of the work that you might do with teams and individuals? Amy Joe, is to help them feel more psychologically safe at work. Yeah, I've heard. I've definitely, you know, uh, heard heard and and, and read uh, Amy Edmondson's Edmondson's books and writings on that. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, I think that you, we we get new names for things all the time, right? But that is a construct that we have had and known about for a long time. When we don't feel safe at work <laughs> um, or at home for that matter, to speak what is real for us, we are not going to be able to have effective, impactful relationships, right? Um, and so there's all kinds of different reasons why we don't feel safe to be who we are. Um, and I. I'd like to go into and share with you, Ed, and, and your re and your readers and your listeners, um, a foundational construct that Pavo Navigation has that informs all of our coaching. Um, and it's going to take me like two minutes to 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 lay it go out. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. So it is it is our belief that the there are three primary energies that have shaped the way we have structured our society and everything that we do. So the way we do business, the way we do religion, the way we do government, the way we do education, healthcare, all of it, you know, zoning, <laughs> all of it has been shaped and given, um, structure through the three energies of fear, lack, and separation. We call that FLIS for shorthand. Um, and the corresponding energies that are the answer to the FLISSY society that we live in are love, abundance, and unity. 
And, you know, pre, I will say pre 2020, <laughs> pre COVID and, and um, Black Lives Matter, uh, George Floyd uh, incident and the election and all of that, people would listen to me when I would talk about fear, lack and separation, but they would kind of, are you sure I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure. And then in 2020, everyone was like, holy crap, you're right. Like it's in our face. Like we're just seeing it everywhere. And I think the, there's a couple points to why this is so important. One is, um, Fliss is another name to talk about patriarchy, domination over, power over. And I like fear, lack, and separation better because one, it's, it, it takes away the gender, um, bias, uh, uh, in patriarchy because Fliss is about all of us, right? All of us have been raised and trained and schooled and educated in fear, lack, and separation. We're really good at it, all of us. And so there's no judgment when we identify and name the systems or the habits or the practices of fear, lack, and separation, because we all have been so schooled in it. It's just what we know. It's like our default response to things. Um, and what we're doing with Pavo Navigation is we are remembering how to action all the different iterations of love, abundance, and unity. Because it is my belief, our belief at Pava Navigation, that we all naturally, every single one of us, comes from love, abundance, and unity. We don't come from lack. We don't come from fear. We don't come from separation. We come from abundance and love and unity. And because we've been raised and schooled in fliss, we don't have very strong Lao muscles. We call love, abundance, and unity Lao, forgive me. We don't have very strong Lao muscles. And so what we're doing is we're equipping people with tools that help us action it and help us remember, okay, this is what abundance looks like in this situation. Um, it looks like accountability. It looks like allowance. It looks like permission. It looks like... Um, a spaciousness, you know, it looks like taking a beat to breathe. Um, so these, they're very, like I was saying earlier, accessible and easy tools to use that actually bring a different result than the ones that we've been using that are based and founded in fear, lack, and separation. No, that was excellent. And I just want to pick one of those levels. So when you think about fear versus love, as it relates to being brave at work, a lot of times people don't want to say something to their boss because they are in fear that they will be judged or belittled or the relationship might change significantly or I'm making a big mistake, right? So I think a lot of it has to do with self-imposed fear when another context you could operate from is, you know, how can I help this leader be a better leader? How can I show that I'm coming from a place of caring and not criticism? You know, how can I help them be more open and aware of things that they might be doing that they might not recognize? So I don't know if that fits your model or not, but when we think about being brave at work, you know, one of the obstacles that exist, and I think all three of them exist, but, you know, the one I just wanted to talk about in the time that we have is fear, right? Fear of saying something to the point where 
I could be at a meeting and the person could be doing exactly what it is that is having a negative impact on the meeting. And I still don't have the courage to say, hey, can I pause the group for a second? I just want to share an observation with everybody or right after the meeting say, hey, Amy Joe, can I talk to you for a couple of minutes? I wanted to provide you some feedback on something that I think would be helpful for you or a day after the meeting, right? I mean, I, I just don't do it. And we allow the behavior to perpetuate, which of course isn't isn't helping the leader because everybody at the water cooler is talking about how that behavior hurts. So, I mean, does that kind of fit in the model that you utilize? It absolutely does. And, and fear is such a profound motivator um, for silence, no doubt about it. And you just very eloquently uh, spoke the landscape that comes from that then, right, is the the behaviors just continue, the gossip happens, the and the toxicity grows and increases. And so being brave at work and speaking our truth and our observations is critical for all of us to be able to cultivate healthy workplaces. Um, but I, I want to just back up for just one second and say, the driving energy for the fliss is lack. Lack is the driving energy, that there's not enough. And you can even hear it in this um, scenario that you gave, right? There's not enough space for me to tell my boss the truth about how she runs meeting. Um, there's not enough um, uh capacity for my boss to hear it. Um, and, and even further than that, there's not enough jobs for me to and opportunities for me. So I have to make sure I keep this one. And for me to keep this one, I have to make my boss like me and make her happy. And if I give her feedback that she, she doesn't like or that's not complimentary, then I'm the story that I'm telling is she's not going to like me. And so I'm going to shut up and, and I'm going to keep quiet. Right. Well, I had right. I had a situation like that uh, today. So I was working with a client who does not feel that her boss is providing her enough direction on how she should be doing work she's doing and she's newer to her role. And I asked if she has had a conversation with her boss about it. And the answer was no. And I asked her why not. And it was all the reasons why not. And I can guarantee you while we didn't have enough time, the reasons not to do it, I'm sure have been well thought out, the reasons of doing it and the benefits of doing it and the benefits of finding abundance in the relationship hasn't been thought out at all. Because I agree with you, we have been, you know, we've been raised culturally in a world where in junior high school, high school and college, we have not been taught about the Lao features, love, abundance and unity, but all about fear and you can't say that to that person because he or she's the principal and that's not how you talk to the principal, right? And it's all of this structure that prevents us from being honest. I mean, if I was a leader in an organization and somebody on my team thought there was something I could be doing differently to be more effective, I would love to hear it. And yet I can guarantee you it probably wouldn't happen because people are afraid of sharing something with somebody that's candid and personal. And it might be because we don't maybe didn't have the best relationship. Right. Maybe I don't feel that I have a place to give this person that feedback. So I agree with you as well that a relationship is super important. Yeah. And the one of the 
tools that Pablo Navigation coaches with is language because there is language is critical, right? Like how we say things, the words we use actually create the realities that we live in. And so to switch out of a lack and a fear place into an abundance unity place, right? Um, in language, absolutely allows for more dialogue. So for the client that you were talking with today, um, you know, to offer um, saying to to our bosses who, who we're not getting enough clarity from, um, I'm curious if you are um, aware of the fact that when I read this or when you say these things as my directives, um, I'm still confused about this, this, and this, right? Mm -hmm. Or um, uh, giving clear, clear feedback in a way that opens up dialogue as opposed to um, feels and is experienced as critique and judgment, right? Or, or offering an observational truth. I talk about observational truths versus judgment, right? So it, it's my, I'm observing that um, I'm having a hard time getting clear on what it is that you want from me, here are the areas that I think you are interested. But if you can give me even more clarity on that, that would be very helpful, right? So that it's less like you suck as a manager because you're not giving me enough clarity from my directives, right? Um, it helps yeah, us Yeah, that, uh, that, that wouldn't go over too well. Right. And, and yet, and yet that's what, as you were saying earlier, that's what we're taught about giving feedback that it's going to be judgmental and it's going to, and that people are going to get defensive because we haven't, um, practiced how to engage with, with each other in a way that is not judgmental. Um, that is actually in service to all of us being able to complete our work in a more, easy, joyful, um, effective way. Right, right. Well, look, Amy Jo, it has been fascinating talking with you today. And I'm just curious if people want to hear more about the tools or the model that Pavo Navigation Coaching uses, how can they get in touch with you or your organization? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to my website. That is um, www um, pavonavigation.com and that's pavo p-a-v-o and then the word navigation.com terrific well again thank you amy joe for your time today i think your thoughts and observations are incredibly meaningful well thank you terrific and to our listeners thank you for joining us this week and we hope you join us next week as we further explore being brave at work we also remind you to subscribe to our podcast at bebraveatwork.com and our download and listen to our podcast on multiple online platforms. We are everywhere. Our podcast today was sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies, whom you can reach at 800-222-5963 or visit them for more information at capitrisk.com. And a reminder to check out my new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Own Success, which is available in paperback, on Kindle, and in audio everywhere online. Do you have something to say yet are not saying it? you have something to do yet are not doing it now is the time to be brave at work have a great week